share uh, our experience. Hopefully, it'll be a positive one. So I want to address the um, quite common aspects of life where we have challenges, where our reaction in the not such a good way, in the way that we would not desire for ourselves, is almost instantaneous, without almost any time for us to slow things down or any capacity to slow things down and make a better choice for ourselves. Where all the good information that we have about a given situation just doesn't seem to have a chance to come to the fore, to come to the table, to be able to empower us to make the choice in our action as we really would want for ourselves. The question is, is there a way to address this unique difficulty? And to put it, you know, very simplistically, could be in the areas of uh, most powerful, gosh, me drive, the time between the pop-up and the click on the phone or the computer is usually like almost, in, it could be almost instant. Then it was like, what did I just do? Or could be a reaction in interpersonal relations. They, they, <laughs> trying to put the kids to, to sleep, they're going crazy, and you know, I just lose it. <laughs> I don't think I tried to do it too much altogether, so I don't think like, I had that particular experience. <laughs> I knew it was hopeless for me to even try. But uh, I've heard about such a phenomenon. Or it could be in other interpersonal relations. Someone says something to me that's, that's painful, that's critical, that's caused me to feel put down. And then there's a natural reflex to attack back or to be defensive or to just shut down altogether and, and, and not respond and run away and hide. And it happens very, very quickly. And then there are also even situations where even though there is time, we also could find ourselves uh, in the same kind of position like the smoker that Dessler describes, who at the end of the day is swearing to himself when he's in agony that he's not going to smoke the next day. And the next day comes, and after a little while, he gets an urge to smoke again. And what does he say to himself? Just one cigarette won't hurt me. And that's what he says about the second one. And there he goes. And that happens day after day. And Avdesler points out that, of course, it's not the desire for smoking that is more powerful than the pain that he's suffering. Because if those two would be on the table, he would rather choose to avoid the pain than to have the pleasure of the smoking. But there's something in a person that enables him to shut out the truth, and go into a fantasy world, to choose to accept that imaginary thought that one cigarette won't harm me, even though he really knows deep down that that is the slippery slope for a whole day of smoking. So we have that capacity of shutting out the seichel 
even when there is some time. There are situations where it almost doesn't even have a chance. So the question is, is there some way to address this? What Eitzah might there be? So I had a thought, like I say, I think it was sent in Hashemayim. If it's good, then, uh, <laughs> then maybe it was. Well, of course it was. That um, we could try to employ following Mesilus Hashem's uh, marshal of life being like a Muhammad. We're, we're in an ongoing battle. There's such a thing as launching a preemptive strike. Or in different words, to try to fight the battle in advance to try to analyze that stimulus, that cause of the undesired reaction, the undesired behavior, and attach to it in advance in our mind what we know about that situation, about that challenge with our true understanding and our seichel and how we would want to react and why. This may have a similarity to the concept of mental imagery where somebody is imagining themselves reacting or acting successfully in a given situation. You can even go as far as, you know, helping you hit a baseball. Um, but that's relating to specifically the behavior. And I'm thinking that there could be much more than that. It can go much further. It's not only a matter of imagining myself, trying to create that mental image of myself, behaving well in that life situation, which definitely has a place, not uh, discounting that. I can see how that definitely could be beneficial. But I'm suggesting that we try to gather the understanding that we have about that situation in advance, before it actually comes before us in life, and ask ourselves, is there anything that I really have to gain by following the pull of the Sahara or the natural Mida response? Do I have really anything to gain from that? And of course, if we think into it, we'll recognize that's no, not really. Anything that I need to have in life, of course, Hashem can send to me. I don't need to employ anything of uh, my own efforts that are not according to the Torah's advice to gain anything good for myself. And even in a practical sense, how long is the, the good feeling of engaging in this behavior? Very fleeting. When it comes to the Yetzirah of Arias and the emotional components of um, pseudo-intimacy, we know it's only imaginary. It has an appearance of serving some kind of emotional need. It's not anything real. It's just a, it's just a dimming. It's just imagination of it, appearance of it, a symbol of it. It's, a, it's not a, a 
anything real to address real emotional needs of a person. And if I'm doing it to escape some emotional pain, it's only going to be very short-lived and whatever is a very valid emotional need is still going to be there and this will not be a solution for it. So I can't really have any, any substantial gain, any real gain by following the pull, the natural pull. Do I have something to gain? On the contrary, by going in a different direction, by not going with the natural pull. Can I use this situation in a positive way? Oh yes, I understand that anything that is a power, a pull of the Sahara in any negative direction is the opportunity to be acquiring the opposite positive quality in a very powerful way. Of course, when it comes to Raiz, Moral spells out that the acquisition of Kedusha, Yisim Kedeshim Kedkadesh Ani, is through abstaining and going away from Arayas, because that's the most powerful Gashmi pull, along with the other factors that go along with it. And the letting go of it, the going away from it, is the acquisition of Kedusha, which is the opposite, most powerful spiritual quality. The, the, the similarity to Hashem in the extreme, away from Gashmi, peak Ruchni. So something very powerful can be gained. Do I have a good reason to want to gain that powerful, good, spiritual quality, aspect? Very good reason to want to gain that. I want to make my connection with Hashem stronger. I want to carry forth the mission that has given me to produce the chesed that he wants to bestow. I want to forge that connection. I want to appreciate what he has offered already and do my part with Hashem's help to make that connection as strong, as deep, as elevated as it could be. And how will I feel in that process? Oh, very uplifted. I'll be sensing that I have some connection with Hashem in being able to go in the direction of his Midas, Teves, and Oh, that will be cause for true elevation within myself. And of course, what will be the end results, the, the long-lasting results, infinite, eternal, dazzling, indescribable. But... <laughs> And I will be the one who will be creating that. And I will be feeling that I am contributing to create that with Hashem's help. <laughs> and knowing that it's with Hashem's help and experiencing that as well, even now. It is now that's being created. That will be something very good. And so too in the middays. And if I'll choose the negative of a harsh reaction, of taking some kind of revenge, I'll feel good for a fleeting moment. And do I need that? If I need to have good feelings in life, do I need to use this? Hashem can send me all good feelings without my needing to use this. And what could I, what could I 
accomplish and gain in a positive sense, if I don't react harshly, if I try to have some kind of forbearance and humility and compassion for the other person's pain or shortcoming and some empathy for that and trying to stay engaged in a respectful way while, of course, not discounting myself and trying to find a way to come back to them afterwards and say, when you said that, the way I heard it, the way I felt was like this. I felt hurt, I felt disrespected, I felt put down. I need from you to give me good advice in a more encouraging way, in a more positive way. If you could do that, it would be so much better. And all the methods that I could try to employ that could keep a situation from creating more distance and trying to use it on the contrary to overcome that barrier and come close to the person. And that's the peak achievement and the peak closeness when the barriers are overcome and I come close to the person. So there's a lot of good that can be accomplished that I would want to accomplish. So what I have to try to do is to make that connection in advance. To, to collect that understanding, the fullness of the understanding. My das that I have that pertains to this situation and connect it to that impending situation. And there are situations in life that are pre quite predictable. And then they can be in a more general nature, but certainly the ones that are very predictable. It's possible to, I'm hoping, I think it might be possible to make the connection, to attach the understanding that I have about this situation, the potential positive achievement, the spiritual growth that can be accomplished from that situation in advance so that I see it for what it is. I see it in advance for what it is. What is this temptation? This is a means to acquire Kedusha. What is this challenge in human relations? This is a means to acquire Rachman, Chesed, empathy, who knows what, Ava, Shalom, Redifa Shalom, such a mile. Nothing to compare to it. But the peak godless of Aaron Akayan is. Connecting cholesterol one to another. It may not be so easy. This is an opportunity for that. That's all that it is. It has no other meaning. It has no other purpose. So I could, in advance, forge that connection. There's only a suggestion. This is not a, um, a, a testimony based on years of experience. <laughs> this is a hope for helpful suggestion. Um, is this making any sense to anybody yet? Does anybody hear what I'm trying to suggest? <laughs> you want to you give it to me in your own words? Okay. <laughs> Rebbe, go ahead these challenging things that can really uh, shake a person up, which often are 
are uh, cause for much struggle and pain in our lives is Rebbe giving us an opportunity to ref- or a suggestion on how to reframe them for an opportunity for growth and therefore a way to, I guess, rise to the challenge and, and through looking at it as a challenge and a growth opportunity. I, I mean, I'm just looking at the motivational aspect. Um, so that was, that's, all, that's all given. That was all discussed in previous weeks. <laughs> now we all have to know already. Of course, it takes a while for us to become integrated. But the basic fundamental principle that we should not look at the life's challenges as annoyances, as difficulties, as painful things. We wish we wouldn't have them. No, these are the means of our acquiring those spiritual values that come through those struggles. By my going away from the Taiva Rais, kind of Kedusha. By my not responding to the by my having patience with the children and looking ahead of how valuable is the long-term connection on Bikonid and Midah of truly being Naisei Ba'oil, Ba'oil Malchus Ayelet, but Naisei Ba'oil in a way that will produce a lasting, powerful, positive bond as opposed to just short-term obedience and some quiet. So that we know already. All I'm trying to add now is that since there are so many situations where the reaction is so fast, so it's not enough for us to know that these life situations are given for us, for our growth, for our struggling, for our being koned in midas tevis. It's not enough just to know about it. Because that would be good where we're in a situation and we have enough time to try to make a good choice, and we can bring to our table all the good ideas that we know already, how this is an opportunity to grow and be acquiring the midah taiva that is opposite the not good midah or the not good behavior that's at play over here, and that will motivate me to make the good choice and rejoice in it. But what about those situations that are so fast that no thought takes place. Or somehow it's so powerful that we push away the MS, like the smoker. There's something there, some needs there that are enabling him to dispel the MS. But if he had enough motivation for his welfare, for his growth, for his strength as a person, for his well-being, for his compassion, he would say, I will choose to not smoke, to be kind of midas chesed, of a phenomenal degree. This will be such an act of Kedusha, Ubi Mamish, pouring forth our alien in the whole Bria by not, by not taking that cigarette. So, and I will have that already implanted in my mind. When the desire for the cigarette comes, my reaction is roy to be. And I intend it to be, and I plan it out to be with the full understanding. I will choose not to take it and be kind of chesed and be davik vashem. 
I'll be Davik Vashem in the highest Madriga. And that's saying no to that urge and bearing the discomfort of not having the morning cigarette and my coffee. It will not be easy. And, and as the day goes on, it will, it will continue to be. Maybe it'll get harder. But I'm going to cobble that out of my recognition that it is worth it because of the tremendous spiritual accomplishment and gain and upliftedness and hanah that I will have from the Maisa Taiv and the Mida Taiv that's being gained. And I attach that in my mind, firmly attach that to that life situation. So that when it comes up in life, it'll be like, oh, here it is. <laughs> you'll be dancing already. Here's my chance to be kind of chesed, to be kind of rachamim, to be kind of das, to be kind of royas hanlila, to be kind of... <laughs> Shmarta, all the more the mindless, all the midas types that are inherent in it. This is this is the actualization of it. it already be all planned out. Now it'll just be to carry it out into Lamaisa. <laughs> I don't mean to suggest this is some kind of a you know quick fix polyanic method, but I'm suggesting that it may very well be in our capacity the, the, the ability to engage in such a profound mental process, to use the kayak of seichel that the Chos always talks about, to push away the sikhlus that's gaiver al hanefesh. What happens in these situations? There's some kind of foolishness that's being gaiver al hanefesh. But if the seichel is strong, the seichel has been accustomed to analyzing, to thinking, to studying something, so I can take that situation and look at it independently and say, what does this represent? What is this, what is this true essence of this? This is nothing but an opportunity to be kind of Kedusha. Now you're going to ask me, well, once that becomes so clear, it's going to be nothing. But even if that happens, don't worry. There'll be nach, there'll be nachmat, there'll be nach, there'll be new world. There'll be something else. Not to worry. <laughs> so don't worry. It's going to be too easy. But if the if, if the challenge changes, so be it. We don't have to be like so in need of the comfort of our current challenges to be uh, unable to explore new challenges. So don't be afraid of being too successful. It's probably not going to be so quick and easy. And don't worry if you are, there'll be more amazing good things to come. Well, this is the suggestion to take the understanding, the seichel, and attach it in our mind so that the life situation automatically creates that awareness, produces. I see in that, that is a symbol it symbolizes the acquisition of this Mida Taiva. When somebody starts yelling at me, I see in that, oh, not I then start thinking, but this has already been attached. Oh, this is the chance to be kind of Mida Sanava on the highest Madrega that I don't answer back. Or whatever Mida Taiva applies to it in its all, all dynamics, understanding of a person, being down the empathy, Rachamim, 
Vahulu, Vahulu. This challenge, this life situation is the vehicle for acquiring that. It's already ingrained in my mind. I've already made the connection. Perhaps along with imagining myself being successful in that situation. So then when it comes up, it's already, it, ha it has become a symbol of my good response. I had a situation where I had to be going to Manhattan on a regular basis, even in the summertime, and I, and I tried battling as hard as I could to, you know, avoid not seeing the wrong things. But it was very stressful. It was very, very uncomfortable. It was like, it was like with Tsar. Okay, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was trying, you know, wasn't complaining about it, but it wasn't like something didn't seem right. And I don't know if you know, it could have been better at that time, but what would be the ideal? The ideal would be, ah, Kedusha. Here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a, a deluge of Kedusha coming to me. Let me hop it. Where it's not Torah, it's Tsar, like, ah, fighting, ang like upset, agonizing, Okay, this has to be. We don't know the Abishas Cheshbainus, why it wants me to have this Nisayan, but what is it for? Kinyin Kedusha. Okay, it should be with, 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 with dancing. Nach Kedusha, Nach Kedusha, Nach Kedusha. How much Kedusha does Hashem want me to have? I guess a lot. Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> so, I want to ask you to close your eyes and think of a particular life situation where it's not so easy to react the good way, how we want to, and try to gather for yourself the mindset that applies to that situation, which you know already enough about from Torah, and see if you could make this connection of applying the understanding of what life is for, the derech of Torah, what I want for myself, I'll be MS, and see if I can apply to that situation and make the connection. We're going to pause, and we're all going to try to do this if you are so inclined. I hope you are. You could try with the easier one or try with the hardest one, whichever one you're you know in the mood of. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody see this as being a possibility in 
in your life. Okay, we're going to go around the room because it's a, it's a small group tonight. Isaac, give me your reaction. Do you hear anything? Isaac? Oh, no. Okay, lost Isaac. Simcha, give me your reaction. I definitely hear what you're talking about. Huh? Give me your reaction to my response to you. To your response to what I said before? Right. Do you hear what I'm adding now over and above what we talked about in the previous? Yeah, it's the it's the visualization, like you gave the example, like the basketball player or the or the the sports player who visualizes hitting the shot or whatever. So we're using visualization to imagine being in that situation of extreme challenge, and then how we're going to react and rise into the opportunity, not getting stressed about it. We're like using that. Is that right. what Rebbe's kind of saying? And I'm adding, but I'm trying Hello? to add. Did you say something to me? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll come back to you right away. Um, I'm trying to add not just the visualization of my good response, which is also very worthwhile, but the visualization or the connection of all the principles of the Torah that I want to gain for myself that can be gained from this situation to then see it as the means of acquisition of the positive midotayva, and then carrying it out. But they say, what does this represent? This represents the opportunity to be kainne kedusha, the opportunity to be kainne chesed rachni, the opportunity to be kainne anava, the opportunity to be kainne redifas shalom, whatever it might be, the opportunity to be kainne neisib oil in chaveira. Patience. Charles still crying. He's one, now he wants to have something else to eat. And you got to take him back to the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> that is tremendous. Savlonis. How do I see the situation in advance? Okay, here comes the opportunity for Savlonis. Now, so once I know that, it's really the battle is over, so then it's not going to accomplish anything. Not to worry. <laughs> Okay, Moshe, give me give me your reaction. Um, I, it's I don't really see it doing much for me, just because it sounds like we're supposed. To, when I was thinking about it, you know, in our moment of introspection, I was just thinking. So, okay, I'm gonna like psych myself up to like try to avoid doing a bad thing. Like it's hard. It was hard to connect this avoiding doing a bad thing to something positive or other. Right. So, so, so it could be. Um, I'm taking it for granted. Maybe, you know, a little bit much. But we were touching on previously. You know, you really have to have very firmly in place the concept that those opportunities for doing a bad thing. The pulse towards doing a bad thing is the opportunity to acquire through the life, through that challenge, through that good choice, through that good application of our understanding of the truth, the opposing midah taiva, and those things are by definition critical for us. That's why Hashem is giving them to us. So as opposed to you know feel like I'm caught in this you know jungle of challenges. To say, okay, each one is something that Hashem has designed for me. And I know that already. 
that has to be like very acclimated. It has to be very familiar to me. It has to be, I have to be comfortable with that idea. Then I could take it and try to apply it in advance to the life situation. So that's, that could take some, some good thinking to absorb this concept that like Ramchal says, everything of, of, of Ruchnius is Aras Pandavas closest to Hashem. Hashem says, all aspects of life are Nisyanis. Everything in life is an opportunity of coming closer to Hashem. Or it can go the opposite direction. And every opportunity that we have to not go in the wrong direction is a, is a powerful achievement, the peak achievement. In the Mitzvah, Rashi says. But not just like, I did a mitzvah. I am acquiring the, the specific contrary midataiva to the, to the undesirable response. It's not just, I'm in control, mastery, self-control. This is Kedusha. This is Anova. This is Chesed. This is Shalom. <laughs> Whatever it might be. This is MS. I'm tempted to do something that's a little bit questionable. Or maybe very questionable. I can resist that temptation. That's how I'm kind of yosher. That's how I'm kind of midas emes. By choosing the, the 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 good, the the, the proper midah. That's in, that's at play here. Is how I'm acquiring that. So if I if I'm familiar with that already, if I'm embracing that concept, then it's a matter of trying to attach it to the life situation. So don't give up. <laughs> I think your feeling is valid. It's very valid to, to feel that way. What I'm suggesting is not a simple thing. But I'm very happy for you to happen long before I did. <laughs> okay, Isaac, can you give me your reaction? <laughs> no, no, you got to tell me it's like sitting by the water with my son with a fishing rod. <laughs> well, not today, though. Today I would have drowned him. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's why you need this talk a little more. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, it's, uh, it's the same idea. What do you mean by the same idea? Of the fishing. Oh. Well, of course, it all goes back to that. Yeah, just friendship with Hashem. These are all the ways to acquire the friendship with Hashem. They're just ways. So all these life things are just how we be able to be kona and meet these types of Hashem and be close to Him and have that pleasure for all, forever and ever. Yes, yes. Okay, so you know it all. I can't even ask you anything. Okay, but a thumbs up. I appreciate that. Okay, hello, Doiz. Let's see, are you giving him your reaction? Now, if anybody's wondering where I got this from, to ask you for your reaction, is because when we have the, the Zoom Shi, you know, the Chabura and Yeshiva, so I need to get some reaction out of people, so I figured the only way to do it is by going around the Bakhshem with a small group there too, so we can ask everybody. Okay, hello, Doiz, let's hear. What do you, what, what do you hear here? Anything, you hear anything? When you tried it, how did it, what, what happened? Anything happened? Go ahead, talk to me. Um, I tried just the first part that anything that I need in life Hashem can send me. <laughs> not the not the second part that um, it's an opportunity. Okay, the first me. part is guns, 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 guns. Fine, yeah. So what happened when you thought about that? Um, 
I related to it while we were talking and before my moment of reflection. But <laughs> in my moment of reflection, um, when I actually put myself in this situation, yeah, it wasn't as easy to um, feel that way. You know, I, I, I affirm that very much. It's very hard to relate to a situation where it looks like there's something here that I could have to say, like, I don't need this because I don't see where it's coming from some other way. So that's a high level of emunah b'tachin b'ashem that I won't lose out anything from the, the pathway of the Torah. Of course. But, I, I, but I, I don't mean it so much in terms of like that that should be my motivation as opposed to like this helps to create my decision. Like I do behold this. I do believe this. So even if like it wouldn't actually work to stop me by itself, but it's, it helps to contribute to the whole view of is this Kadai to follow the pull or no? It's, it's so much better not to follow the pull. Because that, that represents my Munabitachin, represents my desire for closest to Hashem, for everything that's, that's true and good and lasting. Okay, Yoni, any reaction? No, lost him. Okay, Ebefrayim, any thoughts? No, he's gone? Okay, okay, Alan Kuttner, are you still with us? No, so you never know who's here. Who's on the bottom? Let's say Shalom Raskin? Oh wow, that's amazing. Shalom, Reb Shalom. Nope, just a picture. Okay, and who is this beautiful sunset? I can't see it on my screen. Ezra Pracht. Oh, Reb Ezra, Shalom Aleichem. So uh, can, you, can you give me your reaction? Well, <laughs> see, any well first, I, I, I'm reacting. Simcha Sim Perkel, I haven't spoken to him in years. He just throws me under the bus. He just calls me out All there. Right. Sorry. Way to go. I'm trying to hold high behind my sunset. Um, I can say you told me before, so you can't you can't really like blame him. Just that I forgot it. So you know, it's a me who like I could have remembered it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, ahead. I I am a little late to the party, Rabbi. So I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be reacting to. I thought I would tune in for some chizuk as uh, as I watch the um, the um, I guess the the scenes of society kind of getting pulled apart. So. but I mean, I mean, oh, right. you know, I'm not sure so, I'm supposed to be reacting to it. So I, that, 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 that's, that's a fine. good muscle. I don't want to steal. We, we, could, we, we, could, we could use the scene of society as to illustrate these are powerful negative forces in a person. Now, society has it in a very extreme, bizarre form. The mob mentality, person can go mamish wild. The mission says, we must follow from Malchus, otherwise people will just devour each other. So there's powerful negative forces in a person. And we also have some powerful negative forces. And the way that we're coined the positive, powerful positive, is oftentimes by struggling against, by choosing against the powerful negative forces. And the suggestion is not just to be aware that those challenges in life can be used, 
but even to prepare in advance by attaching all the good understanding that we have of Torah, and especially this particular concept, that the way that we're koneh, the positive spiritual qualities, is very much through overcoming the negative pull, or the negative opportunity, so that we can set up in our mind in advance the connection, so that when those negative pulls arise, especially the ones that sometimes go so fast that we don't even think about what we're doing, we will have already made an attachment, not just of a choice of a good behavior, but of an understanding of what it's really all about. This pull, this little pull, this little first step down the slippery slope, what is it really meant for? It's meant for it to me to say, no, thank you. I'm going to stay by the, the Seda Kedusha. <laughs> I'm going to choose to be with Abishta, not go that direction. I'd rather have my friendship with Hashem and my, my, my vegetables, <laughs> maybe, you know, a little dressing with my friends, rather than all the, the lavish parties, especially not the even not so lavish parties. This is better. I already made that connection in my mind. Now, to make that connection takes real thought, takes concentration, takes visual imagery, takes imagining that situation and seeing it for what it really is as the means to be kind of the opposing midotayva. So along with my imagining myself carrying out the good choice in the situation, I'm also connecting to that situation its true meaning, its true understanding of being a means ever so slight or maybe sometimes ever so great of acquiring the opposing midotayva that is the, of the good spiritual nature. That's closest with Hashem. That's Kedusha, that's Chesed, that's Anava, that's compassion, that's empathy, that's Shalom, that's Emes, you name it. Try to find which is the opposing Midateva and see this, this pull as a means to resist and go to the good other direction. And if that connection is made in advance, there is a hope that when it arises again, as we can expect it, as it always does, that we will have already made that connection. And it probably needs to be reviewed regularly. Can't, you can't just tune into Share for Life once a week. You have to have it on every day. A little bit. Why is she here? You can't just tune in once a week. <laughs> you have to be on the listen to the podcasts. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Whatever source right, you get ideas from, I... you have to be constantly in touch with them. So it's not enough to do it one time and think we're going to be set for life. It's not going to be set for life. But if I'm continuously, if I'm persistently making that connection, there is a hope. Now, I have to confess, this is a novel suggestion. This is not tried and tested and, you know, written about extensively in um, many good svarim. 
So you might ask me, how, how do we dare to suggest something that, you know, we weren't taught yet? But I don't know. I don't know how we dare to suggest that, but I think it's worth trying and seeing what happens. I don't see any harm that can come from it. I can see potentially some good that came from it. I think it did work for me already one time. Maybe more than one time. So, Halavai Viter. Yes. Is that Alan Kuttner? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Alan Kuttner. Give, give us your reaction, Bobby. Go ahead. Um, so, we have to make this somehow psychological. Otherwise, like, I feel like we're, we're, we're stepping over. Um, like, I don't know how we jump from like negative ways of viewing Yiddish guys to all of a sudden jump to the positive, like just like that. I like you can throw right, up nice yeah. jargon, take all this and that, preemptive strikes. You like yeah, you have to already have had in place in your understanding a very, very positive view of Yiddish guys. You have to see Okay, so I'm saying half, let me speak for half the people I, I hope on this on the Sabura, like I don't think most people would be in this club if they had such positive views of Yiddish guy. You know, that's number one. So, like, who are we talking to? Who's the crowd are, that we're, like, are you kidding? To? Isaac, Simcha, okay. Now, Moish, I don't know. I hope so. That's basically positive. Why are you talking about? ZA is, like, I'm saying, anyway, like, there's just people that, like, you know, we didn't well, like the, uh, the youth of, like, Stalin. You're right, you're right. If somebody does not have a positive view, if somebody does not see everything in life as Chesed Hashem, this is not going to be so easy to use. You could use mental imagery to see myself being successful, not giving into temptation, being more in self-control. You could use that. But you cannot use the life situation as a symbol. You cannot view the challenge as the symbol, as a representation. They're raising the flag. Oh, this is the time of being kinder. Meet these toy boys. Somebody's yelling at me. <laughs> and telling me what a failure I am. <laughs> and I can never get the job done right. Oh, geschmack. Not, not that I'm Sameach, that I'm not reacting. Of course I can react bad. I'm not that Madrego. Who are we trying to kid? But at least I know this is an opportunity to try to be kinder, Savlonis, compassion understanding, deeper understanding, the person is in pain, they're not, they're not, they're not malicious, they don't realize what they're saying, they're, they're, they're lost, I should not just totally reject them and slam them back, I should try to find a way to get around the blockages, to get over the blockages, to somehow work together, kindness, kindness, oh, wow, wow, but I really have to have that, I have to have that in my mind already, so I think that's quite psychological. Now I must confess I never heard this ever being presented. So that's a problem, you know, like the Holy Lovers cautions us. We think you have a new idea, um, be very cautious. So you have to be very cautious. But, um, and, and it's really okay if it doesn't work for all situations. We're not looking for, you know, Easy, easy solutions here. 
but something that could potentially be helpful, I think is worth giving it a try. And I, so I can... ask anybody to give it a try and let me know what happened. The next so... time we're, we're together, maybe the second following time. Go ahead, Avi, go ahead. If I could share with, with the group that, you know, I had kind of an inside, inside scoop on Friday when I was talking to Rabbi Schmidt, and he was, you know, I had a life situation, and Rabbi Schmidt suggested this um, preemptive strike. And I have to confess that I probably didn't think hard enough before I got into the situation, but I failed miserably. <laughs> so okay. um, I think that... Um, Better luck next time. No, I think it's going to take more than, like, like, it's going to take some, like, I don't know. It's going to take some, like, serious imagery. Yeah. I'm realizing how it really needs a very strong uh, grasp of of some very ikriyasaitis. We we really have to believe that everything Hashem is sending us is for our benefit to use for the purpose that we're created. Or we or we have to at least be amazed enough by that concept to want to use it. I can't claim for myself that I really have this ingrained. All I could say is that it never ceases to be amazing to me. So that's why I like using it. <laughs> and I'm hoping that, you know, I'm not the only one that it could be somewhat helpful for. Bishon Slanta says, Tachbulas are very individualistic. But um, one of the purposes of this kind of a getting together is to share ideas of what could potentially be helpful. So that's all I'm trying to do. Trying to offer an Aitza for those, because I don't know how else. If anybody has any other suggestions of how to address those life situations where we find ourselves reacting almost instantly with no thinking taking place, I'm eager to hear it. I think, I think our assumption basically is I imagine our assumption is that the only way to be successful in those situations is to talk and be a tzaddik. When I become a tzaddik and I have no more pull of Yitzhar on me, then I'll be successful in those situations. But, but prior to that, before I'm actually a tzaddik, there's no way to stop myself from that instant reaction because, you see, I didn't make any bad choice. It just went right away. So... This is definitely novel. If if it's good, then maybe it was no, not, if it's helpful, that was Minashamai. So who knows? I didn't sit down to like try to calculate this. It was just like go ahead, Misha. I mean Simcha. Um No, I can't hear you. Breaking up. Uh, Alan said, um, no, I think what that. he said was very powerful because 
Uh, is it? I hope it's. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, you let me know if you can hear. I'm not sure if my internet is good. All right, I'll keep talking. You can either say yes or no. Well, now it's okay. How are we doing so far? Now it's okay. Okay, keep so going. just something came to me between a, no major chiddush, but between what you said, in addition to what Mr. Cutner, Alan Cutner said, is in addition to using your tachbula, I think the failure itself is also part of the process of growing. Miss number of shots in order to make the shot. So failure is. I mean, you've spoken about this as well. That the the failure itself is. Yeah, it's a challenge, and it's hard. We feel like a failure, but it's part of the process of growth. And then, to, to I think putting the two things together, learning from the failures and using your tachbula could be very powerful. It works best. The failures work best when we try to learn from them, and take something out of it and figure out. Okay. What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? What's it all about? What's going on inside of me? To just keep repeating the same, you know, mistakes um, is, it doesn't seem to be necessarily um, a, a good thing. So yes, they I, I agree. Earlier, but then I can try to learn from it, understand myself better. What is it that's causing that? What is that really all about? And then try to address it the best we can. There's one person I didn't hear from yet. That's the Motorola. But I don't know who that is. So if you could, if you're willing to share something with us, we're eager, eager to hear. No. Okay. Okay. Um, if there is any uh, additional uh, thoughts, reactions, um, <laughs> rebuttals, they're welcome. Rebbe, I have one thought. I don't you know don't if it's happy, Moshe. I'm, I'm not happy. You're not happy. Thank you, Rebbe. Good night. Thank okay, you. You're welcome. Yes, Rabbi Shnibin, can I can I just ask you a question or, or share a quick thought? Yes, yes, absolutely. By all means, please do. Again, so I, I did come a little late to the party, and I definitely didn't look at the Maramakomos, but I did want to. It sounds a little bit. I, I don't know. This is how I understood. They say a story over, and I know Ein Malamdim in Amaisa, but they mm-hmm. say that the stifler was found learning, you know, Musar Bispilus one time. And he was talking about how the whole world's a mishteh. It's one big smorgasbord, you know, like where you could just grab and, and take, take things, you know, like a party. It's a, everyone loves a good smorgasbord. So this is a little bit how, I, like what, the way Rebbe's describing a, a more, a deeper type of a, a, a look into it. But it's, that's how I, in, in retrospect, how I interpreted the stipler. He's trying to use some sort of positive imagery so that when he, so that he views, perhaps, I don't know, we can't really say what was going on in the stipler's head. But Rebbe's giving some more token, perhaps, to what 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 is the party that I'm going to go to? Meaning, it sounds like more like um, a proactive versus a reactive repro- um, approach, where the you know the storm is coming, and if I could reframe it into a, a positive, I have a greater chance of success, maybe. Oh, I, I hear that, but let's let's you know uh, let's not lose sight that there are some experiences of life that can hardly be compared to a party. Well, okay. when I when okay. I'm the subject of you know, or the object I don't know what you call it of the kid screaming, or some adult being uh, very upset at me, so it's not going to be a party atmosphere. <laughs> Kids will be okay, grab, grab, but in the Hanami, along those lines of a basic mindset that this is meant for my growth, and I could 
view it, to try to view it in advance in that way and attach to it the reaction that I want to have with the reason for it. Not just my reaction, good reaction. I think sometimes hey, in the scion, the classic in the scion of all or... Why do I want to... What is, what is at the core? What is the desired nature of the good reaction? The desired nature of the good reaction is a very, very powerful spiritual quality. How do we know that the one, one, one success isn't just a drop in the bucket? Meaning, so how should I be motivated for one... Okay, so one time I didn't get angry, I didn't overreact. You know how many times a person has to not overreact to make a dent in his midos? So how, how do we know that there's such value in this one time? When, when Rabbi Chaim visited Rabbi Yisib ben Kisma when he wasn't well, and he asked him, Rabbi Ma'ani l'chayel ma'bo? Rabbi Yisib ben Kisma asked him, Klum ma'isa yesh biyadcha? Do you have any ma'isim ta'ivim? Bechim Chadim was makakilas barabim. He was moishin nefesh to Mulam And he said, well, one time the money for my own suda and the money for the aniyim got mixed up together. And I didn't try to make any cheshbainis, how much was mine, how much was theirs. I gave it all to the aniyim. Of Mavata and my own, I gave it all to the aniyim. Basically, the Kisma said, "In Cain, your chelik should be my chelik." Well, we know about the Chaim Kinevsky saying, "Try to get a bracha from somebody who's insulted, because if they're insulted, they don't answer back." There's such kedusha there that their kaiyach bracha is like so powerful that you can have any Yeshua from that. So we have no way of measuring properly the power of any single, any single good. Maise Ruchni is of infinite cheshivas, infinite value, immeasurable value. So we cannot be looking at uh, a goal of a sum total of completion of Tikkun Amidais and becoming a tzaddik as our goal, because that is discounting the particular cheshivas of every single prat of it, which is of infinite cheshivas.